Hey, it's Miranda J, and I am back with you for another season of A Lot of Like. Wait, is that what it is? Is it like a season? Why do people make... Literally what happened was I got too busy to record and so we back. But listen, this series that we're doing is called Miranda Conversations with Entrepreneurs. What I did was, since I've been away from you, I've been going live on Instagram, my IG, Miranda Joyner, that's Miranda with all A's, talking randomly to entrepreneurs. The conversations have been so good that I want to share them with you. In this episode, we're going to talk to Kim B. Miller about how your business can come across a way and how to not get in your feelings about it. Let's get into it. Hey, Miranda J. here, your favorite brand strategist. I'm here for you, the entrepreneur and creative. I want to help you clear the clutter in your brain and build a brand you love. Let's take your dreams from a hobby to an actual business. Welcome to A Lot of Like, the podcast. Now I gotta ask you this question up top, Miss Kim. Yes. It's gonna determine whether we keep talking or not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you, do, you do sugar or salt on your grits. I mean, uh, yeah, do you put sugar or salt and pepper on your grits? I don't put sugar in grits. It's so weird. It's so weird. I know some do that, but oh. I do. I, I don't, for those of you who do, knock yourself out. Apparently, a lot of people do it, but it, this, now I'm going to say something that's going to make me sound like a hypocrite. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> what I do enjoy, what I used to do when I was younger, I used to put jelly in my grits with eggs and meat. <laughs> wow. I, I, used to, I used to make a whole, like, <laughs> grit bowl. <laughs> man, man. <laughs> okay. All right. How's it going, Miss Kim? Tell everyone your name and where you're tuning in from tonight. <laughs> My name is Kim B. Miller. I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, currently living in Woodbridge, Virginia. Yes, well, Kim, what brings you to the live tonight where we're chatting with entrepreneurs? I know I spoke with you this weekend. What brings Mm -hmm. you back on? So uh, I just wanted to piggyback off what you were saying that um, sometimes we get a little defensive. Kim wasn't. She was fantastic. Yeah, she was great. But um, yeah, she's always great. I love her. Uh, sometimes we get defensive, but sometimes I tell people you may be being defensive about something. Hey, butterfly! About something that your business is lacking that you didn't realize. So mm-hmm. I say that to say, yeah. if, if fifteen people come to you and say, "Hey, you know, what's your price for such and such?" You're like, "My price is my price is on our website." Is it? Is it on your website? And is it in a clear, easily understandable place? One person out of 100, yes, 15 people. Once you start developing patterns, you have to check yourself as opposed to checking the people. Mm-hmm. Preach. And, and you know, this is the really interesting thing is, is another thing to look at when people are coming to you because I cringe. I literally cringe when I see entrepreneurs or business owners getting snappy with people in comments on social media. When they say things like, it's on my website, if don't nobody else ask me, yada, yada, yada. And they think it's cute. And I think to a degree, there are some people that buy into that, right? Because there, right. There, is, there is a level of people that hype them up to be that and be like, girl, you, you better go over there and go correct when you come to her. Because, and so there is, <laughs> there is a culture of people that appeal to that. But ultimately, I want entrepreneurs to remember that, girl, you in business to serve people. 
Like that's <laughs> why as an entrepreneur, the best entrepreneurs understand that their business thrives on their relationships with the people who do business with them. And so uh -huh. it is in your best interest to be kind, be courteous, and to think about the fact that if, if 15 people say your chicken is cooked too hard and then three or five, <laughs> but to think about the fact <laughs> if people keep coming to you and saying, hey, you know, where are your price, where are your prices, and you keep having to direct it to the website, more than if your website might, your website might have all the prices, but then you have to ask yourself, what is this telling you? Because people don't know how to look at things that happen in their business as data and say, oh, well, most of my customers are coming to me on social media. So how about I put my prices on social media? Uh -huh. Or how about I spend more time saying to get prices, do this? Because we feel like if I said it on Monday, then by the time Tuesday or Wednesday come around, nobody should be asking me because I posted it Monday. But it's your right. job to constantly tell people and to constantly put it there. And if people keep coming to you on social media, asking you the same question over and over again, it's not because they're not doing what they need to do. Most times it's because you're not doing what you needed to do. And you're not picking up on the social cues that say, hey, everybody keep asking me here. Maybe I need to make some changes. Because exactly. I want us to stop complaining so much and then figure out how to shift our behavior and understand that when those things happen as an entrepreneur, that's your opportunity to shift your business and to say, how can I serve these people better? Instead of using it as an opportunity to say, hey, well, you, if, you, if you don't want to do it, how I do it. <laughs> you don't want to. Exactly. You can hit the road. I mean, you know, if, you can't, if you can't go to my website to get these prices, I mean, you're going to keep asking me. I'm like, yo, calm down. And if you don't have the patience <laughs> for people, then you can hire somebody. <laughs> exactly. Now, yeah. I will tell you the one thing that I will not do with any business. Mm -hmm. I will not DM you. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know who started that ridiculous practice. So I remember a friend of mine had posted something and she was like, someone's like, oh, that's nice. How do you get it? Well, you DM her. I'm like, excuse me? Mm -hmm. You DM her for what? After I ordered it from her website? Or DM her to get the price? DM mm -hmm. her to see the item? DM her? No, I'm not yeah. DMing anybody. And yeah. don't any of you who have that, don't take it the wrong way. I'm not doing it. Yep. If you're a business, be a business. I shouldn't have to DM you to get the to see the item, DM you to get the price, DM you to see when it's delivered, DM mm -hmm. set up a business. If you're gonna be a business, be a business. And if mm -hmm. you're not, don't. Don't, don't. I agree. I agree. If you can't put systems in place, you know, some people, and, and this is hard for some people to hear, is that what some people run, if there is no consistency in your pricing or the way you show up in your business. If there's no consistency about how you serve people and how people can show up and do business with you, and, and it's something as random as DMs or having them, you having to chase, you don't really have a business as much as you have a hobby, right? So right. you, you got to understand that when you really get into the realm of being an entrepreneur and setting up your business, then businesses have structure. They have a uniform and very consistent way of doing business. And every time I come to you, it should be almost the same thing. And, and the only times you should change it is when you're changing to elevate up. Right. So, so if, if, you know, if every week I got to find a different way to figure out what's on your menu and you selling, you know, you selling whatever, I don't know, sausage sandwiches. Let me just say that to be safe because I don't think nobody's selling <laughs> right. sausage sandwiches in here, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so if you're selling sausage sandwiches and every time I come to you, I don't know if you out or in and I go to your website and I, I buy the sausage sandwiches and then, I, I come to pick it up and you'd be like, oh, I'm out. Wait a minute. What? Right. Well, how come I didn't? 
or I got to call you every day to find out what's on the menu today. You know, right. and there's nowhere to go. Then you more so have a hobby. Or if you do have a business, then you you have room for improvement. <laughs> right. If you right. got a brick right. and mortar and you're running it like whatever, you know. And so I agree. If there's no consistency, you got a hobby. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like you, that's that's true, butterfly. That's true. That's the difference between entrepreneurs and people who are looking to grow and stuff because you can't grow off of a DM yeah. system. If no. any of you in here using it. I don't mean any disrespect. You cannot grow a business off of a DM system. Yeah. You need to make money when you aren't awake. You mm-hmm. can't make money like that if someone DMs you at 10 because they wanted to order something then and you were mm-hmm. away from your phone or blah, blah. You done mm-hmm. lost a sale because I don't want to wait for your DM response. Let yeah. your website be your, your, or whatever you set up. It has mm-hmm. to be something that doesn't require your consistent input day after day after you know, second after second, day after day, yeah. we all do it. Yeah. A DM isn't a reliable way of communicating because you can lose so much in translation. DMs are not designed to um, communicate with customers. It's not it's not created for that type of thing. And so that's why we're recommending you don't rely on DMs to grow a business because so much can get lost in translation. You can lose so much. And so there are so many free systems or free ways to do it. And you just gotta tap in. You know what I mean? If you're if you're booking clients, you can use things like Calendarly or um, uh, I feel like think if it is think uh, it's, it's one starts with an A. Oh, uh, because my friend uses it. Uh, but but I use Calendly to book my clients, and it's black owned, which is mm-hmm. why I haven't really let go of it. But it's real simple, and people can book. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, when I was meeting with customers, I was making them email me. I wouldn't communicate. I wouldn't start a conversation about consulting unless we were communicating through email before I got the system to go in place. And then when the system Mm -hmm. went in place, what I did was I set up calls, right? I set up calls. And so I said, okay, the system's in place to book people who want to bypass and they don't want to have no conversation with you. Thank you, Acuity. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. Acuity. Acuity. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm going to look Acuity. that up. Acuity. Acuity okay. scheduling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uses that one. And he loves that one. And I'll tell you what I love about Acuity uh-huh. that Calendly doesn't have. Um, they have the options because with Calendly, you can only either, they can either go through um, Stripe or they can pay through PayPal. And Acuity doesn't uh, allows them to have the options. So Acuity okay. will let them put in their credit card information or they can do PayPal and so it has options. But with Calendly, you have to choose one or the other. So I just default and stick to PayPal. And so what I run into, which I haven't really, uh, knock on wood, have a lot of people to complain in two years. But if they don't have PayPal, then they have to arrange another payment with me. And, and that's fine because most of okay. my clients will reach out and say, hey, I don't have PayPal. Is there another way? But um, okay. when I set up Acuity for people who just are like, I just want to book or they're ready to book, it'll just automatically take them through the booking process. It sends them the questions because of the way I have it set up. You can set up and have it send them questions. So I would send it questions that I want to know before I book and it will automatically load it up into my calendar. And so you can book today. It's going to pop up on my calendar tonight. Mm-hmm. On Monday, last Monday, we had, I had somebody book while we were on the live. And when I got off, I had two appointments that were from the live. Right. And they just went mm-hmm. ahead and booked. They were ready. And one of them was actually oh, a pre-discovery call. Yeah. And what, I, what I, you can create the different type of things. So I have the sessions. Um, I have 30 minute consult calls that people can book. And then I have free con- uh, free uh, discovery calls where if you want to know more about it and you have questions about what I do, basically that call is solely for you to call and tell me what your business is. Tell me how you feel like I can help. And then after that, I explain and tell, um, and tell you uh, uh, 
tell you what it is I do and if I can help. And then if I can't help, I give you advice of what I feel like you should do, where you should go, who you should talk to. And that's it. So I don't, I don't, DMs don't happen. When people jump in my DMs, I direct them to my process, which is totally fine. They're going to give you DMs. People are going to ask me right, questions. Right. But right. direct, direct them to a system and a process so that you can let them know you about business. And people who get right. in their feelings about you being professional, then it's just because, you know, they, they don't respect your professionalism. And nine right. times out of 10, they're going to be a headache. <laughs> They're gonna be <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Marcia. Yeah, I t- <laughs> I'm, a, I'm definitely gonna look that up, and and I, I can tell people don't get in your feelings yeah. because you may think you're doing something great, and I mm-hmm. thought I was doing stuff great, and I have had great results by the way I've done stuff, but that doesn't mean I can't do it better. So when I came on before, Miranda was like. Oh, you know, you do, you know, the Instagram open mics. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, um, you do events. I'm like, oh yeah, I've done big events. I've done, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, going well, through my list of things I've done. I've done you know, and so uh, she's like, well, how would I know that? I'm like. Uh, well, it's on there. It's on the website, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not in that you know an evident place. So I, you know, I already started mm-hmm. redoing it and then putting pictures up of oh, uh, reading the various theaters that I performed and all the stuff I've done. Because, mm-hmm. and you know, for me, that for me, it's hard to. I am not one of those Kim person. Yeah, that's not me. Yeah, so. I had to reevaluate to say it's okay to put stuff you've done. It's okay to put things you've accomplished. It's okay to do that things. Mm-hmm. It's not about bragging. It's about oh. just letting people know that you've accomplished some things. Mm-hmm. But, and I know people are going to take it the wrong way. Don't get me wrong because, but you know, Brooklyn all day. So, you know, take it every <laughs> way you want. <laughs> but I get that, Kim. I get that. I think that sometimes we we see people because there are people who are repulsive in the way that they talk about themselves. This is a real right. thing. There are entrepreneurs right. that are solely in entrepreneur, and they have this elitism about them. Like working with them is a thing, and you know, I mean, we it's in every city, right? And so yes. I think sometimes we look at people like that, and we're like, "Yo, I don't want to be like that," and so we go far left. We'd be like, "Yes, you know what? Yes." I'm gonna just see me, right? And I know that's what it is. I get it. Y'all get it. Yes. Because we've seen that person that hi. (laughs) Welcome to Kimdom. Kim for a Kim. Talking about Kim. All about Kim. K to the I to the (laughs) Oom. Yes. Yes. But then we have to pull back and we have to find that balance, right? We gotta find that balance of this is where mindset comes in, Kim. This is where when I was telling, who was it I was talking to the other night? Oh, the lady uh, who sells the bath bombs. Where we have to get on social media and we have to really think about the customer that we, we, we have to think so, we gotta get yes. on and only think about communicating with them. We can't think about yeah. the people that annoy us, the people that's watching us, our haters, our families who told us we should be getting a real job, our spouses, right. our sisters, our cousins, our competition. When we get on and we're talking on social media, we have to get really focused and only think about that person that we're talking to. I only get on social media and talk to Bridget. 
I'm talking to Bridget. Bridget is my ideal client. I'm only jumping right. on. I am on this live tonight to talk to Bridget. For real. I could right. be asleep. I could be watching the show with my son. Like, but I'm right. only, I'm on this live to talk to Bridget because I feel like this is something that Bridget needs at this space and I have it, you know. So this live that I'm doing is solely for Bridget. Mm-hmm. And I'm not thinking about anybody else who might think it crazy it's crazy. I'm not thinking about man, somebody gonna ask me a question I might not know the answer to. That's what I'm gonna say. I don't know. Let me I don't know that one. But I do know what I know because I know what I feel like Bridget needs. So I think that's a part of it. We really gotta train our brain to only think about the person that needs what we have. And that's why creating an ideal target person like we did with Beach uh Beach City. Uh, uh, on Saturday, if you missed that live, you can catch that live on my timeline. But doing that live, doing that target person um, really helps because then you understand specifically who you're talking to. And for those of you who don't know, my girl, her name is Bridget. She's 33 years old, ain't got no kids. She a nurse. Y'all gonna hear this over and over again because Bridget ain't changing. She the same person, <laughs> doggone it. Like Miranda, I was talking about so the same person. She talked about God's person. We heard it, Miranda. I know you did. I'm the same person I was three weeks ago. Bridget is the same person she was. She has the same needs. She's a nurse that has a side hustle that doesn't know how to turn into a big career. She shops at Belkin Dealer. She ain't got no children. She be hanging out at the bar with her homegirls. Bridget is my ideal target person that has this hustle that she's scared to let go of this financial thing, but she wants to, and she wants to grow this into a business. And she needs information on how to do that. She needs confidence. She needs knowledge. She needs a, a tribe. She needs a space where she right. can come, right? And so I talk to Bridget every day. And because of that, I got to remind Bridget, oh, Bridget needs to know today. Hey, I'm still, hey, guess what? Look what I did, Bridget. Look. <laughs> right. You know? And so you just have to find that balance. But that's what it is, Kim. We got to train our brains to stop thinking about the thing we don't want to be and focus on who we're talking to and how can I help them? How can I connect to her? How can I show her? And if we stay in that vein, then we'll come across humble. We'll come across, it won't come across so braggish because we're not looking and trying to compete with people who are trying to hype themselves up. We're just trying to simply say, hey, I'm still seeing clients. I'm still a brand strategist. If you need me, if you need me, just click the link in my bio. I got you. I want to give you this free information. I got you. So, you know, I know you're struggling with A, B, and C. I can help you with that. If you want help with that, then your conversation changes. It ain't about you. It's about right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, yep. I'm rambling. I'm rambling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Miss Kim, I appreciate you for coming on here. Did you have any other thoughts or questions you wanted to share? Nope. Nope. Thank you. Thank you for all your information last time. I'm already updating it. I find it very funny, but I'm updating. <laughs> I love it. And you know, you know, you know. <laughs> I'm excited. Well, I'm happy for you. I'm glad what I said was helpful and I adore you and appreciate you and your gift and your talent. And just give us one haku, Kim. I can just one haku. One haku. Okay, let's see. <laughs> just one. one. Let's see. Okay. I don't know how we're gonna do just one, but just one. Okay. Let's see. Which one? Which one? Okay. Just because they're in your nest, that does not mean they wanna see you fly. And there it is. That was perfect for what we talked about. Thank you, Miss Kim. <laughs> so good to see you. <laughs> good to see you. Talk to you later. <laughs> okay. Bye. Hey, wasn't that a great conversation? 
Look, if you want to join me for these random talks and you're an entrepreneur and you feel like you got something to get off your chest, we do this every Monday at nine o'clock central. So you can join me on my Instagram page at Miranda Joiner. That's with all A's, M-A-R-A-N-D-A-J-O-I-N-E-R. I would love to hear from you. Hey, if you really enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Let them know, send them the link. And if you need help yourself, Stay connected to me. Go to my website, MirandaJoiner.com. Let's set up a call. Please be sure, one more thing, to rate the podcast. This is how other people pick it up. So please leave a review and rate it. Do me that favor. I would love it if you would do that for me. All right. Well, I don't care where you are listening from. At some point tonight, you got to go to sleep. So thank you for listening. God bless you and good night.